Hello, good listeners, and welcome to yet another episode of Edgeguard Podcast, a podcast where we take a closer look at games on the fringe. Uh, itch games, indie games, student games, experimental games. These, oh my. These are the Wait. fringe of gaming. Uh, yes. Join me, Jordan. I will. <laughs> and my uh, co-host and good friend, Blake, who's this other voice who's started talking before even being introduced. Yeah, I spoke out of turn. I, I broke the, <laughs> the sacred podcast laws. Soon, yes, uh, the you, podcast inquisitors will be hunting me they're gonna down. They're going to come to your house. When you start hearing like, someone crimes. pounding on, on your door mid-recording, yeah. uh, I'll know Mark what has Maron's, happened to you. Mark Marin has uh, dispatched <laughs> the podcast inquisitors uh, <laughs> to right my wrongs. Well... Hopefully they'll give you a pass. It's your first time. It is actually. I feel like Mark Maron's only the only the the heavenly father of of comedy podcasts. Not so of podcasting in, in general. Okay. Not in podcast. I'm trying to think of. I don't know. I don't think there is a de facto. No. There's maybe too, NPR. De, <laughs> NPR. No. Those no. are like real dry informational podcasts. Yeah. I don't know, man. Podcasts are too heterogeneous. There's no centralized podcast authority. Podcast Nazis, they don't exist. Well, I mean, in that sense. Yeah, let's maybe not be so <laughs> act so sad that podcast Nazis aren't real. <laughs> and also, let's make no mistake, there's probably a neo-Nazi podcast. Or yeah, that's why, I, that's why I paused. I was like, there's not uh, podcast Nazis in the sense of Nazis in power. Yeah, it, but we're aspiring really f- podcast Nazis, I'm afraid <laughs> I cannot confidently say they don't we're, exist. We're in a really fucked up place where, like, for a while in media, it's just like... Nazis are bad and they'll never come back so we can just use them as bad guys you know ad nauseum yeah. and now it's like you can't really do that anymore they have a level of cultural <laughs> and political influence that is no no longer easily dismissed yeah and also yeah. their existence is uh you know not so much of like a oh they used to exist and were hor- objectively horrible and we can all agree on that and now they don't I know now uh, it's like you have to debate whether or not they can be punched it's like what <laughs> i yeah. thought we knew where this was yeah there's uh there's a great uh one-liner in uh the good place where he's like naming all the things that are uh like bad about the world and he's like and also apparently nazis i guess <laughs> <laughs> oh boy well as as uh as fun as the good place is it has nothing to do with the game we played which no, is, a game which by is the also of- a good place uh, it's, it's called Joy Exhibition. So Joy, good. There you go. Uh, this is a game by the designer that goes by the name of Strange Think, uh, Strange Think Two Three on Twitter. Uh, they have uh, uh, it's it's sort of like like one in a series. They all the, these games. We only played one of them, but they kind mm. of seem to have similar uh, themes and ideas going going for them. But this one is, uh, it's built as a first person alien procedural art studio, which is a, uh, a pretty good description. Apt. Uh, pretty apt, <laughs> pretty apt. Uh, the, the short version of what you do is, uh, you are, you load into a, um, some sort of gallery type space where there are these, uh, strange abstract looking humanoid figures. They have kind of like weirdly, like ridged bodies with strange colors uh, and no no faces. They look sort of like I don't even know how to explain them. They look like something from Annihilation. They or, do sort of look like that last yeah that last encounter in Annihilation. Yes, they do. Um, 
and you they're walking around looking at some blank some big canvases on the walls which are blank and uh you uh there's this big central hub where uh it's hard to explain but you it turns to face you uh, and then it'll be facing one of the canvases on the other end uh, and you walk into it and it sort of like creates a you know it's sort of like one of those like mary poppins spaces where you walk in and it's you know it's not a space that if you walk around oh, sure. it, it expands as you once yeah. you walk into it yeah uh, and there's a bunch of guns on the wall you pick them up and they turn out to be paint guns and uh, they uh, I think completely are procedurally generated but maybe there's some 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 rules that I didn't totally grasp but each gun type has a different like kind of paint spray that it does and then there's some like uh, strange colors and effects. Uh, and you basically spray them on the on the back wall, and then we, when you leave the space, uh, your creation is is remains on the wall, and then the the alien people will uh, stop and and gaze at it. Um, and that's the that's the the brief pitch of the game. That's the game. We did it. All right. Uh, next week. Anyway. <laughs> bye. No, not really. Um, yeah. So so basically. Um, that that's the game and uh you just kind of create whatever you want or don't and then oh, you can and leave. Say, you can save your uh yes. your creations. Yeah, that's what I was just about to say is you can you can sort of um save off your creations and it'll save them as uh files on your computer which I wish I would have known before I exited out of the game because I uh went through and did like print screen and pasted them into Microsoft Paint and saved them as shitty screenshots. Oh wow, uh, what a way to do oh. that. Only well, how else are you gonna do it, Jordan? You know what's your <laughs> fucking bright idea, dude? Uh, was to click the in-game save. Well, button. I didn't know there was an in-game <laughs> save button. Okay, you could Jordan, also I use hit. the snipping tool. Actually, I don't know if you can use that while you have a. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't think you can. You probably can't. Yeah, so, <laughs> so eat eat shit, you nerd. I'm sorry. Well, I'm I'm impressed that I'm you you out. you uh, you went out of your way to. Uh, add functionality to the game that you thought didn't exist. So you were clearly very, very <laughs> dedicated to. Listen, I wanted to, I wanted to brag with my sick arts <laughs> that I made. Uh, but anyway, cause I do actually think you can create some pretty cool stuff here. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. It's, um, uh, it's interesting. You, it sort of, I mean, maybe this is just a, a sort of good place to start, but because the, the guns are all, there's like a, a high degree of randomness in which ones you get and what the ones you get do. You never know mm. exactly what uh, effect is going to be produced when you pull the trigger. So yes. it can, it can create some really like serendipitous and surprising, surprising moments where like, you know, if you try to, you know, dr like draw, uh, it, you know, you, you, your plans may not come to fruition, you know, if you're trying to draw a uh, dick butt or whatever, but, uh, <laughs> but, of course, as, as, as we all do when faced with, uh, the opportunity to draw, we to draw, draw in games, dick butt, uh, dick butt's actually a little complicated. I don't know that I could just, could just do it. I'm not actually that good of a, an artist when it comes to using a mouse, um, but but yeah, so you're kind of like surprised by what you find, and it ends up being more like like experimenting and seeing what happens rather than like like drawing uh, an int an intended picture. You're sort of like what I was thinking when I was doing it is it's like uh, like procedurally generated or um, procedurally generated vaporwave Jackson Pollock is what I wow I felt felt like this was. Yeah, you're proud of that one. Uh, a little. <laughs> Some of them felt a little Pollocky. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, 
in the sense that you're literally like s- splattering stuff on a canvas sort of haphazardly as the well in the sense stereotype. That, it's, that it's that it's about dis- like the contingency of your movements rather than intended oh movements. okay i see that so it's a little that. less facetious than my wording made it sound but yes uh, it was yes. not a super okay. <laughs> all right i'm sorry i busted your balls about <laughs> no, that it one, was fair because it was only a little a little serious um but yeah i mean uh i think this game is sort of like uh w- one thing i i wanted to talk about a lot is that it's like maybe uh i'm trying to think of the best way to put this uh many games use procedural generation as sort of like a means to an end of like all right i need to uh wield procedural generation for this specific purpose so for example uh spelunky utilizes Mm, and good example uh, arguably popularized uh procedural generation as a way to create levels uh in a sort of roguelike game where the the point is uh, I want there to be infinite or uh, sort of an approximation of infinite uh, levels uh, with which the player can uh, move through so they can sort of learn and get better at the game and progress further. Mm. But I want each run to be unique. And yeah. so I, I wield, uh, you know, sort of uh, procedural um, generation to to that effect. Whereas uh, this game is sort of and it seems like the other games created by strange think um which i guess we should note uh i think we uh, noted at the, at the at the end of last episode that um all of these games oh, right. uh came out like four or five years ago and um the reason we wanted to play them is because there was some uh speculation that or i think strange think themselves said that they were gonna uh take the games down maybe and put them back up in a different state i'm not really certain but anyway and they looked interesting and i hadn't heard of them so i wanted to pick them up but um all that aside uh it seems like all of the these uh games uh by strange think are interested in like creating an aesthetic out of procedural generation rather than using Mm. it for a specific end uh i was partially um uh like what sort of made me realize this is that um all of the quote-unquote aliens the humanoid figures walking around this gallery are all procedurally generated, right? Like they're, uh, if you look at them, they're no two of them look the same because all, while they are all approximately humanoid in form that they kind of have the general shape of a person. They all have strange angles and, uh, sort of, uh, different, uh, deformations, uh, that are, I assume, assumably, uh, procedurally generated. Um, and obviously all of the, the guns as well are procedurally generated. So it kind of, uh, has this very specific effect of like, mm-hmm. you know, random computer generation can make things look really interesting, even when it's very clear that it's randomly computer generated. Yeah. Whereas with, you know, something like Spelunky, you're kind of wanting to utilize bespoke level templates <laughs> and procedural generation uh, or yeah, procedural excuse me, procedural generation in concert to sort of trick people into thinking that all of these environments could be explicitly designed. Um, yeah. Yeah. Or that sort of feel that way, you know? Yeah. Yeah. This, this definitely, it, it, uh, it wears the, the like sense of randomness and contingency on its sleeve. It's not trying to be like, uh, like make it seem like this is, this is all, all hand designed. Um, one thing that I was, I was remembering that I was wondering about that you reminded me of when you, uh, mentioned the, the strange figures in this gallery is, are you, what, did you have a strong sense of 
what the rules of their behavior was because you know it did seem like there was some kind of intentional like minimal at least minimal intentionality to the way that they they like cluster around the paintings that they you know seem to like or whatever uh Hmm. that they you know they there were like some were looking at some of my paintings and not others i filled up every canvas but i didn't Hmm. i didn't like um get a strong sense if it's like they had like taste or something that would be really interesting and the reason Hmm. i wonder is uh on on the the itch page for the game update 1.01 says gallery aliens will now remember their favorite paintings between sessions and i interesting i was wondering if you were able to deduce what the criteria that they 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 picked their favorite is because i didn't i i only spent like like literally a couple minutes like thinking about it i i should have like done some testing but I was more just like trying to see if like there were similar colors. Like did the orange people like my majority oh, orange paintings? I didn't, it, I didn't feel like I got conclusive evidence saying yeah. that, but, but that makes it sound like if, if, if nothing else, they like randomly choose one and then like, in yeah. order to kind of like give them the feeling of sentience. They, they'll like stay with that one when you boot it back. Sure. Up, so that's, that's interesting because uh, to be totally frank, I paid absolutely no attention to the <laughs> the uh to the, aliens? the aliens and what they did what you they were looking at you know uh as the artist uh, i care not what the critics think i simply create <laughs> and expel uh the the craft uh from my body and once it is gone it belongs Ew. to the world and no longer to me expel uh, yeah you expel mo- you, you mostly sneeze on your paintings well, as we talked about, Jackson Pollock, sort of the interest in the motion and projection. Uh, I'm doing a lot of uh, pontificating. My hands are really whipping around. You can't, you can't really see. I that. can, I can almost hear it. You know, some, yeah, you can kind of hear them. I can hear you know? your pontificating. Uh, but no, I, I absolutely didn't pay attention to that. But that is interesting because you know, is that a necessary touch for this game? Probably not. Uh, many people probably play the game like I do, where or like I did, where they just sort of are really focused on, yes, uh, you know, getting cool I, guns that shoot. I can shoot I, cool as, art uh, to you know. Maybe this will relieve you, but I watched like three YouTube videos of other people playing, mm. and not a single one of them paid more than a. Well, all of them like the first thing they looked at was the people, but none well, of them sure. paid any attention to the people once they had started painting sure so uh but but it is interesting that they have like favorites uh because that's you know that's a touch uh and again uh like that sort of uh brings back in the the fascination with sort of like procedural generation as uh you know an actual aesthetic choice rather than a means to an end right like Mm, having it so that there's a system some sort of uh programmatic or algorithmic system for uh the characters that are just wandering around this gallery to have some intention and have uh, the give mm-hmm. off the impression that they are interested in uh, one painting or another yeah. is kind of a, another way to inject sort of a, a random uh, or computer driven element uh, mm-hmm. and sort of see how that makes the player feel, I guess. It, it also sort of adds a, uh, you know, w- uh, a, a sort of gamey component to what would, might otherwise be a totally like 
uh, non like devoid of objectives game that it's you know normally mm. you think of it as just totally freeform painting, but that sure. that you know provided you you deduce that the the AI have taste, uh, whatever you know however minimal that taste may be, it, it it sort of turns it into like a competition to to impress the the the, the AI critics. or whatever you know you want you want them to like your your spray yeah. painting. I have a new show show opening up at a gallery, and I'm really nervous. <laughs> I just really want to impress some some cool the, aliens. The aliens with my sweet art. They didn't made review me very well guns. in uh, Jupiter review last time. So yeah. So, you know. so here's a here's a question for you, non Jupiter review related. Um, <laughs> okay. How did you feel about the the fact that the way you were making paintings was guns? You know, I I was also perplexed by that. I didn't um yeah, I didn't know. I didn't really get why because it 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 um I mean other than the the sort of like that's the the natural grammar for uh pointing and projectiles in video games. Sure. Right? It's like the the gun. But I don't uh, know. I mean, like why not a spray paint can or uh I mean, obviously it needs to be something that sprays. Uh, it could be a, a can or a hose or a, a magic wand. Yeah. Well, so one of my thoughts um, and, and sort of maybe the argument why guns were chosen um, was that you can make guns visually distinct because part yeah, of yeah. part of the um, the whole thing is there's like, what, 10 guns along the wall or 12 guns along the wall and you can pick them up, shoot them, At put least. them back and you can also uh, have it recycle uh, a gun so you can say like oh this one's ugly I'm gonna hit the recycle yeah. button and it'll just generate another random one and they each have their own kind of like visual design that some of my more favorite are the ones that I thought had the most appealing uh, effect on the canvas I would kind of keep and I kind of yeah. knew what they looked like because they have uh, they're just sort of like uh, a roughly gun shaped collection of uh, you know rectangles uh, yeah. <laughs> and they have, uh, usually they have sort of like two colors that they use sort of like a primary and tertiary color to kind of be like, here's the, here's the gun. Um, or not tertiary, like a complementary color. They have like their main color and then sort of a complementary. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. It actually ended up reminding me of oddly enough, uh, borderlands <laughs> because, oh, uh, sure. so much of that game, like, especially the first one, the marketing was like, ah, we're, we've got a bazillion guns. We got way more guns than anybody else. Uh, and like largely <laughs> many of the guns end up feeling exactly the same. They just sort of have like, uh, a randomized visual design and randomized yeah. stat numbers. But for the most part, they, they feel the same and, uh, you know, they have the same effect just uh, to a greater extent or a lesser extent based on whether numbers are bigger or smaller. Right. Um, and again, it kind of reminded me of like, uh, well, in, in Borderlands, again, procedural generate generation is used as like, well, we, we want to have a bazillion guns and it would take forever to handcraft a bazillion guns. So let's just you know, let the computer do it. Whereas this is kind of more about like, no, I want to see what the computer does when I say, give me a million paint guns and, uh, and the computer obliges. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it'd be funny if this game sort of advertised like <laughs> in, in the itch page, put a, you know, now One with bazillion 8 billion guns, guns or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but I, I do actually think that the, the, the comparison is an apt one just because it's kind of like, it seems like the appeal there is supposed to be the kind of like, you know, the fun of the, like customizing your, uh, your, your tool, like, like choose your weapon. 
Uh, oh, sure. Yeah. So I think that's, uh, uh, that's what they're going for there. And, um, I, so it, each shape has the same, um, it, it has a constant, I, it, it will always shoot the same shape, right? Like the, the long guns will always shoot the same as the other long guns. Is that correct? I, uh, do not know. <laughs> I, I know that uh, they they don't. Um, I'm almost certain that the the sort of like secondary effect, because you know, like it's usually like you you shoot onto the canvas in a certain shape. Like there might be one beam or like two beams, or sometimes like five or mm. six, or or like a wider or a thinner beam. And then mm. the it'll do something when it hits the canvas. Like sometimes it'll like shoot off to the right. Sometimes it'll spiral. Yeah, a lot of a lot of times they kind of like pick a direction and sort of like bleed like off in, in that, that direction. direction. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that appears to be to be random or at least variable with each new gun. Sure. Um, but I think that the initial spray is is sort of fix the gun the idea being that you can kind of like have some idea going in when you're picking your gun huh. like oh i'm, I'm kind of going for a big spatter so i'm gonna do the, the small fat gun uh that was that was not clear to me if that's the case if this I, is only uh, a general impression i didn't get a a strong yeah. sense because it's sometimes really hard to tell if it is exactly the same effect because the 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 it changes the like the effect when it hits the canvas that's always different so you can't always mm. tell super well if it's doing the same thing so yeah i, I could be I, wrong. sort of similarly to the the alien behavior it was one of those things that i kind of just assumed like ah this is totally random and therefore i don't have to pay attention to it which <laughs> i mean maybe is uh is something to discuss with uh potentially uh, uh a difficulty or just a, a little um something to consider when designing a game around uh you know creating procedural beauty and having that be you know something mm -hmm. that's a specific aesthetic is uh that uh players will sometimes ignore things if uh they get the impression that they're random even if parts of it aren't random so if you are trying to say like hey here's a thing that you can here's things that you can broadly use to understand and sort of control the 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 pseudo random aspects of, uh, you know, computers generating things. Um, and if players are just going in with the expectation, like, ah, this is totally random and I don't need to pay any attention to anything other than what it looks like, uh, as I did, uh, <laughs> then they sort of like miss out on, um, maybe engaging on a deeper level and sort of understanding, uh, that certain things are variable, but other things are not variable uh, yeah. within that frame yeah yeah i mean i definitely had you know i had a lot of moments of being like i i wish i understood how this you know x thing thing works more uh -huh. precisely um uh yeah that was definitely a, a curiosity that i had um which i mean in part that is kind of the like clearly this game is supposed to be about uh about feeling disoriented and confused in part right it's like aliens and you're trying to like impress aliens so it is supposed to be about like oh i don't really know how how the rules of this world work um mm. that is definitely part of it but i i did find myself wanting to to feel like i could i could have some more intentionality to the way i painted um, yeah and i i kind of uh i i kind of agree with that and i i wish i would have put more consideration into maybe understanding that because there were times where yeah. I, I kind of felt like I was, uh, painting myself into a corner, uh, but I'm tis, uh, <laughs> uh, 
but that um i i felt like uh i didn't understand or remember enough of how each gun worked that i kind of ended up sticking to kind of like one gun per painting just because sometimes i would like have something that looked pretty cool with one gun and i would think like oh this other one maybe those colors will look good with it and then i would like shoot it in the middle and it'd like totally ruin it'd be like clashing colors and look like shit (laughs) and i'd be sad and destroy my painting in a in a in a you know horrible fit um Wow, that sounds like you had a dramatic experience, Blake. I I didn't. Uh, that was I was sort of dramatizing, <laughs> you know, for the uh, for the listeners, for the listeners know. at home. That's good. Yeah, everybody loves a good story, you know. Yeah, that's true. I do. Um, so I wanted to talk about some of the the little touches of this game that were sort of not main things, but that I either was interested or confused by, or that I liked. So one one small touch that I thought was was kind of nice was the fact that in the paint room or you know little orb sure. area the studio the studio sure uh, mm-hmm. the so the canvas resets whenever you you move you turn the studio to new canvas, but yeah. there's like a little like the space just off the edge of it will will like will stay oh, so stay. where sure. you've kind of like bled off uh because you can only shoot at the um at the canvas you can't shoot the the paint gun anywhere else but the since it's like a spray you might get the edges a little bit and it, yeah. it does leave leave a mark and uh it, it sort of like serves as a little like uh, you know, the more and more you play, the more like mucked yeah. up the edges get, and it really feels like you know you've you've been working in here, and this is like your studio. And I thought yeah, that was I mean, a, a nice like, little touch. It feels like a real you know art studio, or like easel. I don't know if you've ever like taken an art class or something, but you go into you know a studio room and and you know a university art class, and it's like there's just layers and layers of paint and you know, all sorts of materials that have that build up in every little corner of everything. And it's, uh, I don't know. It's, it's cool. It's, it's nice yeah, that, uh, yeah. that a game was like, you know, we're going to emulate that a little bit because it is part of the experience of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, creation of, uh, sort of, uh, an approximation of painting, even in this sort of like kind of clinical looking, uh, sort of abstract environment where you're like floating in a disc through like, mountains or something did you ever that that was the next thing that was the next thing i wanted to talk about is the 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 fact that there is like a a motion animated (laughs) world you seem to be flying through uh Uh also like totally not necessary for the the painting mechanic but sort of like like sets the the sense of world a little stronger I, I wasn't really sure what that was that made me feel like i was in a spaceship or something like i was yeah like this is the eight that this is how the aliens run their art shows is it like flying yeah, across flying the countryside saucer, hurtling through or maybe this mountains. is like jupiter's one percent and we're in like a space <laughs> space yacht and this is like <laughs> yeah uh, we're the we're high the, class the, art the hired entertainment on the space yacht <laughs> the the the, the uni- like, oh, not, the, not the global elite the universal elite we've got somebody uh-huh. in from this little planet and they've got their magic space guns and they're really amazed something else you, they're you gonna give us something it. traditional they're gonna from their culture <laughs> uh amazing uh that's i enjoy that <laughs> Uh, did you have any other small uh, the, little touches? The third little into? thing we've already mentioned this a little bit, but the 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 central hub mechanic Mary Poppins studio room thing was just 
<laughs> a weird touch like that you know it's not that you you like walk up to the to the the canvases and and physically paint on them you go into this weird room that's facing them paint on that and then when you leave yeah. your, your painting is left behind i wasn't really sure how to interpret that either on like a design or a narrative level like like design it was kind of like cool like that you like go into this sure. little room um, Got anti-chamber vibes yeah a little bit of anti-chamber vibes um my at a narrative level i almost it almost made me wonder if the idea is like that this is like a like a star trek kind of like portal thing and your oh sure your studio is on earth you go in <laughs> paint there and then it gets transported to to the spaceship huh. i don't know it was yeah I, I didn't know what to make of that. It was an interesting and strange choice though. Yeah. It's funny that you mentioned it. Cause I, at first I was under the impression that like, okay, so this is my little tester room where I can generate new guns oh, and test them out. Oh, and yeah, then I'm going to go sense. out into the big room and, and do the stuff out there. So I basically like went through, I would spray, I was just spraying guns at the canvas and being like, Oh, that one's ugly. And I would go, uh, like dump it and generate a new one. And then if I got one that I really liked, then I would put it close to the door because I'm like, oh, okay, so I'll keep this one close to the door cause it'll be cool. And I'll go use that. And then, uh, I like did all this prep work for, you know, 15 minutes. And then I like walk out there and I try and spray something and I can't shoot anything. And I'm like, what? And then I turn <laughs> around and like this horrible mess that I had been, uh, you know, accumulating as I'm just like randomly testing out a bunch of guns on the, on the wall is like up on the wall and these, you know, the aliens are standing around and I was like, ah, uh, yes. Look oh, upon no. my failure. <laughs> None, none of them were gathering around that one as their favorite. They were like, "Ugh, no!" Nah, they're like, "Hideous!" I'm, I'm good on that one. I'm gonna. This go ahead disgusts and pass. me. Who is this peasant that we've invited to <laughs> the space MoMA? <laughs> space MoMA. <laughs> um, I also did want to uh, bring up a point of comparison with this game, which I, uh, you know, thought of, which was Paint Andy. Do you remember that game? Yeah, yeah. That was, you know, I think that comparison works. Yeah, it's kind of has a similar thing where like I don't really understand uh, what I'm doing, but it looks really cool and I'm yeah. generating stuff and I I like that. Yeah, it is. You know? It is similar, you know, in the sort of like the the fun comes from not understanding the rules of your paint implements uh, <laughs> and like seeing seeing what comes from just like randomly haphazardly combining different ones. Yeah. Sure. Seems, Imagine not understanding apt. paint implements. Imagine seeing a paint brush and being just like, <laughs> just frankly, like, dude, frankly, I don't get it. I don't understand this technology. This is far too advanced. Mm -hmm. You just press it to the, the canvas and it spirals out in like weird triangles and shit. Yeah. Uh, that, would, that would be unsettling. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> well, uh, do you have any other, any other closing thoughts for joy exhibition? Uh, no, I don't have thoughts. I do want to say that I, I, I did really enjoy this game. It has a very specific feeling, uh, yeah. and, and using the sort of, uh, procedural aspects as a, a source of beauty rather than, um, to serve. I, I've kind of said this a billion times in this episode, but I, I do think it was like, uh, uh, really effective and it had a distinct feel and I, I really want to play the other strange think games cause it seems like uh they share that um sort yeah, of common definitely. dna yeah um, they they seem to share uh a very strong visual resemblance and also uh like they're sort of exploring similar like ideas and and impressions so uh-huh 
So yeah, I'd be curious to to see the rest of their work as well. And and we should say if you're interested in this at all, you should uh you should find Joy Exhibition on HEO and play it yourself. Uh or possibly in the next few weeks find it on another uh another platform. Or when, don't find it on itch.io because it went it was taken down and then find it again in a few weeks. I don't know. Wait, it was taken down? I'm on it right now. No, no, no. I'm saying if it does get taken oh, down. Oh, yes, that's true. I think find it wherever it its final home is, which uh, I don't think he has, uh, he or she, I'm not actually sure, has said the the final resting place, but this uh, it may move. Um, but with that, shall we introduce our game for next week? Uh, yeah. Uh, the game we are playing next week is a game by the name of Ampere uh, by Matthew Henschel. Uh, Johan Knopp and uh, Laura Brosi. Um, it is a is a two D puzzle game. Uh, I think the name Ampere Ampere implies uh, implies that there's uh, you know uh, electricity and the the routing of of yes, such is the, sort of a two D screenshots on the H so. page uh, give that same impression. Yeah, so. I'm I'm interested to check this one out. Um, I don't really know much about it, but the art style looks cool, and sometimes that's enough. You <laughs> yeah, know? seriously. Sometimes it is. And, you know, I think that uh, routing, it looks like it's got a sort of um, an interesting like uh, uh, like wire mechanic where the wires actually have um, like they behave like real wires where they can be like, you know, laying on on surfaces and they'll bend according to how gravity would have them bend. Mm -hmm. So that seems Mm -hmm. interesting. I'm curious to see to see that effect. Um, so yeah, so we'll be playing Ampere next week. And if you, uh, want to play that game along with us or before we release the episode or after we release the episode, uh, we will tweet out a link to that episode, uh, or to that game. I mean the itch page on our, um, Twitter, which is at edgeguard cast. So if you're interested in that, you should follow us there. We give all the podcast updates on Twitter, uh, links to the new episodes, links to games um, uh, that are featured in the episode, credits to creators, uh, and then uh, sometimes, um, you know, if the creator has a Twitter account, we'll also uh, give them a shout out. And sometimes there'll be a little, a little conversation about the game. So if you want to be a part of that, uh, you should, you should definitely follow us there uh, at EdgeGuardCast. Uh, it's a good time. Yeah, sp- speaking of conversating with about the game, um, our episode last week was on uh, a game by the name of Hissy Fight. And uh, the creator of that, Milosoft, actually listened to the episode and has already uh, pushed some updates to his yeah. fight uh, based on our uh, our discussion, which is uh, pretty kind of cool. Also kind of scary that we can. <laughs> inspire I know it was it was really uh, I was both flattered and um, I am like awestruck. I was like, wow, that's uh, that's that. Yes, it was scary. It's like, oh, man, you know, creators are listening to what I say and taking it seriously, this is this is a, uh, a responsibility. Shut I the whole podcast down. Not, not prepared for, but no. In, in all honesty, that was a really um, we were very very grateful that uh, Milo uh, was interested to hear what we had to say and that he took seri- they took seriously what we uh, what what we said. So that was that was really great. Um, so yeah, if you want to be a part of that, um, uh, that's at Edgeguard Cast. Uh, Something that also we're looking for is if you have recommendations for games um, on on itch or elsewhere that you think uh, would be a good fit for us, tweet them at us there, and we will we'll see what you have to say. So uh, we'll be playing Ampere next week, and until then, talk to you later.